It's a new year, which means you may very well be thinking of a New Year's resolution or two, which is great. But in this episode, I want to suggest something even more important than that you may want to think about. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always, and a happy new year. This is our first episode in 2023. Uh, we're actually taping it on the 3rd of January. <clears throat> and so I have a couple things on my mind. One is this idea of new year, and the other is upcoming weekend uh, of worship, which is a, a minor festival in the church here called the Baptism of Our Lord. So the first point about the new year, uh, we always, I, it seems to me anyway in our culture, and this is not bad, but we look for ways to change ourselves in the new years, to improve ourselves, to go to the gym, to change our diet, uh, to have some massive goals of reading or self-improvement or whatever those are. And again, I'm not opposed to those. There's nothing wrong with uh, wanting to be a better person in 2023 than we were in 2022. Uh, but theologically speaking, it does raise some questions for me, uh, which have to do with not to go too deep too quickly, but I guess you might go so far as to say, who is actually doing the work of saving us? Are we saving ourselves? Or as Christians, do we believe that God is saving us regardless of whether we're eating right or exercising right or having lofty goals of reading or self-improvement or anything else? And I'm going to suggest today, and this points us now to the baptism of Jesus Sunday here uh, coming up this coming weekend, that there is no question, uh, certainly in the Lutheran tradition we emphasize this, that it is God who saves us. We do not and we cannot save ourselves. So again, uh, no problem if you want to work on improving yourselves, but don't cross the line of making uh, improving yourself uh, con the, the, the contingent thing that allows you to feel loved, I guess is what I would say. And this brings us now again to the baptism of Jesus. That is always a festival that kicks off a week or more of activities related to confirmation, which is directly related to this question of do we save ourselves or does God save us? And I think we have actually done some episodes uh, around my message at confirmation regularly having to do with Velcro. I'm not going to go into that this episode. I will link to those episodes from maybe a year ago if you want to check them out. But what I would say is that during our baptismal um, service and during our affirmation of baptism or confirmation services, one of the points we make to people is, folks, you're not saving yourself. God is saving you. And I have actually in front of me uh, a bulletin from last year's affirmation of baptism service. And there are two really important prayers in that service which both make that point. The actor, the person doing the work, the person changing us is not us, it's God. Listen to some of this language. Merciful God, we thank you for these sisters and brothers, these uh, confirmands, whom you have made your own by water and word in baptism. You have called them to yourself. You have enlightened them with the gifts of your spirit, and you have nourished them in the community of faith. Uphold, God, we're praying, 
you continue to uphold your servants in the gifts and promises of baptism and unite the hearts of all whom you have brought to new birth. We ask this in the name of Christ. And then in another prayer, very similar language, let us pray. Gracious Lord, through water and the Spirit, you have made these people your own. You forgave them all their sins and brought them to newness of life. Continue, we pray, to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and daily increase in them your gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. So again, both of those prayers emphasize this point that it is God who changes us. It is God who transforms us. It is God who initiates the act of love for us. So, back to this start of the new year. Um, Again, if you have some kind of self-improvement plan, great. I affirm that and I pray that it will be helpful for you. But might I humbly suggest that as we enter this new year, that more than anything related to diet or exercise or reading or anything else, maybe the primary posture should be the posture of allowing yourself to be loved more fully by God. And here I'm reminded of one of my favorite prayers and this is also related to images of baptism and and affirmation of baptism and confirmation, Uh, a lot of the language around that has to do with God calling us, God giving us our name, and our receiving it then. And so one of my favorite passages is from Isaiah 43, uh, where we hear these words, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel. Again, the action is all on what God is doing. Do not fear, for I, God, have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So in 2023, can maybe you think of that repeatedly throughout the next few weeks or even months and receive that love, accept the name that God has given you, which is beloved child of God. I pray that that might be the case for you in this new year. And I do wish you all the blessings of the new year. Uh, And until next time, as always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm